0: You're listening to episode 36 of the Walking Closer Podcast. Welcome to the Walking Closer Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Como. This is the first of a series of episodes that are going to be focused around feelings and emotions. Now, this episode, we'll introduce or set up the series, but I also want to give you some advice that you can use immediately when it comes to emotions and decisions. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. When I sit and think about what it means to be human, our makeup, how complex we are and how everything just seems to work together from the molecular or cellular level to the various parts of the body with the mind and all its complexity just how awesome it is it it, it fascinates me and and i'm no scientist i'm not a doctor i am not a biology major Uh, but what i know and understand is is fairly simple uh comparatively speaking they understand way more than I do, and I can, I can only imagine how, what I don't know and how mind-blowing it might be to know, you know what they know and how complex things are. Now, the Walking Closer podcast seeks to, to take some of the complexities of how we operate as humans and, and bring some understanding, help, help paint a picture that can be helpful, uh, maybe uh, even eye-opening Of course, all this is done in light of a spiritual formation. We're about being transformed into the image of Jesus. So everything we say, everything we talk about and cover is in light of of that and who he is and who we want to be. But of, of all the complexities of our makeup, one aspect of who we are that probably has a tendency to interfere or play the biggest role in our lives, right or wrong, is our feelings and emotions. Now I've spent some time talking about this in previous episodes, and so if you're interested, you might want to check out uh, like episode three entitled "What Is the Heart," and also episode four titled "Transformed Mind." I briefly mentioned the role feelings play in our makeup. Specifically, I touched on how our feelings are interconnected with our thoughts and how they influence our actions. And these episodes really provide more of a global view. Uh, of our emotions and our feelings and the role that they play uh, within our total makeup of who we are. Uh, but if you want a more specific and detailed approach, you might check out episode 21 where uh, it's titled, I Got This Feeling, and episode 22, The Complexity of Feelings. Obviously these things are these uh, particular episodes go into more detail about some things, but uh, uh, some of the things that that I say now and I'm going to be saying here in the next couple of episodes are in light of what has already been discussed in those episodes, and so you might want to check them out. But for our purposes today, I think it's good to start with some clarification of terms or some concepts. Admittedly, feelings and emotions are not the easiest to define, and I'll try to keep it simple, but as one professor of neuroscience at the University of California said, and I really like this, feelings are mental experiences of body states, which arise as a brain interprets emotions. And emotions, he goes on to say, are physical states arising from the body's response uh, to external stimuli. And so for an example, it would go like this. Um, I am threatened, I experience fear, and then I feel horror. Uh, Dr. Sarah McKay, she's a neuroscientist and an author, said it this way. Emotions um, play out in the theater of the body. While feelings play out in the theater of the mind. See, emotions are responses from certain parts of the brain that create biochemical reactions in our bodies. And emotions come before feelings, they are physical, uh, instinctual, and can be measured objectively through things like blood flow, brain activity, and facial expressions and body language. On the other hand, feelings come from another part of the brain. And are more like reactions to the emotions. See, our feelings are mental portrayals, as it were, of what is going on in our bodies when we have an emotion. And what we feel is a result of our mind, of what our mind perceives and associates, or the meaning that it gives to the emotion. There seems to be no way, though, to precisely measure these feelings. So, emotions, if you will, are a result of biochemical reactions in our bodies, which actually alter our physical states and feelings are what we feel as a result of that altered physical state okay Uh, now this is and maybe even an oversimplification but hopefully it paints a decent picture for you and now that being said there are competing views to just about everything, right? And this is by no means a perfect description. However, I believe that this is in line with how we experience life, and, and, and therefore, uh, I, I think it's, it's an adequate explanation of our uh, uh, for our purposes, at least. But remember, it is by no means complete. But regardless of all of this, our emotions and feelings play a huge role in our lives. Sometimes for the better, and sometimes it's just downright disastrous. But we do have them, and we need to acknowledge them and try and, and better understand them and understand what is going on with them. See, because it, it is how God has made us. They, they serve a purpose, a role. And the more we understand them, uh, the, the better we can allow them to function in their proper place. And there is something to be said about being able to do this and being able to put one's emotions in check. Uh, consider some of, the, some of the things that Solomon said in Wisdom Literature, Proverbs twelve sixteen. He says, The vexation of a fool is known at once, but the prudent ignores an insult again, putting emotions in check, being able to understand what's going on. Proverbs fifteen one: a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Once again, the same thing. Proverbs fifteen eighteen: a hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger, quiets contention. Again, all wrapped up in this idea of how we have emotions and feelings, and they play a role in their purpose, but. We also need to be able to understand them and what's going on and be able to put them in their proper places. Again, there are many, many competing views when it comes to our emotions and our feelings and their roles the views range from being totally uh, people believing that we should be totally driven and mastered by our emotions and feelings to the opposite end of the spectrum to be completely eliminating emotions and feelings and and in, in any view that might fit in between those polarizing views people hold them or or you know um, uh, push them or, or determine, this is this is the right way now I, I don't fall on either end of the spectrum that I'm not. A, I don't have either one of these polarizing views. But that being said, I just try to be reasonable. Um, I do have a tendency of, of complicating things, and I don't believe that this is one of those areas where I have a tendency to complicating them. I, I do know that there are times when my emotional decisions have led to disastrous results. That's just a real life experience. Okay. That right there tells me that sometimes our emotions can influence our decisions for the worst, right? And part of the way it does this is by clouding our judgment. In fact, emotions that are stirred up in one situation, they tell us, can overflow into another situation and influence how we respond there, all right? And it's not always a good thing. Uh, a couple of simple examples might be uh, maybe you're on your way to an important function, maybe a wedding or a graduation or, or a meeting, and, and you're on your way there, but you get stuck in traffic, right? When you're stuck in traffic, you get frustrated and you get angry because you feel the pressure to get there on time, but by the time you get to where you want to be, you're not as happy, for the bride and groom, you've lost all interest in sitting through a graduation, or you didn't have the clear mind needed for that meeting to be able to make the decisions and close the deal that you needed to be able to close. And and on the on the opposite end, I can also recall many situations where I felt I felt the opposite, right? Almost drunk with good feelings, and just just went with the flow and had had it basically an anything goes attitude and made decisions that were careless and at times. With devastating consequences. See, emotions and feelings can screw up certain choices we need to make. I think it's safe to say that, regardless of where you fall on a spectrum with emotions and feelings, that there are at least some times when one needs to do their best to control, e- or even do their best to remove, maybe, their emotions from certain decision-making processes. And so, the question is, how how can we we do that, right? Well. Even discussing this and even explaining how this is done, it varies from situation to situation, from person to person. And at the end of the day, you have to figure this out, right? You, you're going to have to do the work to determine number one, you've got to become aware that this is a problem for you. But number two, under, understanding that the you know which decisions are most important that you need to be intentional about removing those emotions, those aspects of who you are, eliminating as much as you can, just to make sure that you're not making a decision is just based on an emotion right? But you want to do something to do. If, 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 you're, if you're concerned about the decision you're making and that you want that decision to be the right decision for you, the right decision for the moment, what's best in, in, in for you long term, it may be wise to do a process or go through a process that helps remove or eliminate uh, the emotional aspect of it. If nothing else, at least make you become aware, right, that the decision you're making is an emotional one and I can see how that might be helpful as well but the question is you know how how uh, how can we do this how can we best remove our emotions from certain decision making processes and so i want to give you just a few simple things to think about if you find yourself constantly struggling struggling in this area you know, uh, we, we're going to continue to move forward in the various episodes talking about emotions. But I, I didn't want to just say, "Hey, look, here's what we're going to do." I want to give you something right now because I believe that there are some there are people who are aware. They are aware that they live their lives, they're mastered by their feelings, mastered by their emotions, and the decisions they make are more more than, more more times than none, they are emotional decisions, and they're not always good. And if you are If you're that person, if you're aware that that is something that you deal with on a regular basis, okay, I want to give you a few things just to to think about, just to chew on uh, immediately that might help you, okay? Just a few simple things to think about if you find yourself constantly struggling in this area. The first thing is this, listen, before you make a decision, stop and evaluate. Don't rush, especially if you feel the emotions running through your veins, In other words, give yourself time to pause and consider the situation. You need to assess the situation the best that you can. And by doing this, it can give you a better chance of making, well, the right decision. Especially uh, if uh, you, you want to get into this habit, if you repeatedly find yourself making emotional decisions that take you where you don't want to be. You've got to make a change, and this is one of the changes you can make immediately. And you can do this for big or small decisions. And obviously, if there's a bigger decision, a larger decision, you're going to need to take more time. But sometimes you don't have that much time, right? You have to make a quick decision. And so in that moment, just pause and evaluate the best you can. But do your best to try to eliminate making uh, just choices, uh, rushed decisions, right? Shooting from the hip, as it were. Just pause even for a moment and try to evaluate. Make sure you're really assessing what's going on. Do the best you can with that. And if it's a big decision uh, and you have more time to evaluate, try and even, you know, if it's not, especially if it's not in the moment. You know, listen, when you have to make a split decision, you know, immediate decision, you do the best you can, okay? But even if you have five or ten minutes, um, and especially if you have longer than that to be able to make a decision, this, this, this tip right here can be beneficial. Okay, even if you just have five minutes, uh, try writing down, okay how you feel in the moment. Try writing down uh, all your feelings and as you evaluate your options. okay, This may help you recognize what is going on with you emotionally and might help you make a decision that is not led by your emotions and this would be extremely helpful, especially um, if you have longer Uh, a longer time to evaluate the options, right? And with some practice, this is something that you can learn to do immediately and even maybe just in your head. Uh, But if it's a big decision, try writing down all your feelings as you evaluate the options, and uh, that can help you to not just be aware of what's going on here, um, but, you know, making sure that, oh, you're not making a decision that's just led by your emotions, okay. And remember, you can't always rely on your gut. Here's the third thing: you can't always rely upon your gut, especially if the choice being uh, that you're trying to make and it being the right decision. The, the probability of that is nothing more than fifty percent, okay. If that's the case, do your homework. Consider other options and possible outcomes. Seek advice from 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 trusted sources, okay. You've got to go out, go beyond yourself. Um, if th- don't just always rely on gut decisions. Now, again, um, I I realize that in the moment. See, and this is the fascinating thing about the way we're made, about our biochemistry and just the way we function and our makeup is that under the right circumstances, the right conditions, uh, you know, these choices and decisions that we make, the emotions they are natural. Sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. And in the heat of the moment, right? If we're formed and shaped in a certain way and in the proper way. Uh, we can make those decisions. We can make the right decisions or the probability of us making the better choice, right, is, is a lot higher, which is why I believe spiritual formation is so important and specifically being transformed into the image of Jesus where, you know, our hearts and our minds and, and, and all of our makeup of who we are are realigned under God. Uh, and it, it, the choices and, we, and the decisions we make are, are like we'll be grafted into our DNA, and they're in our genes, and they will, come, they will come very natural, right? But, well, in the meantime, that's not always the case, right? Sometimes our gut decisions are right, and they take us on the right path, and sometimes you do need to go based on your gut. But, man, if you have the opportunity and you can see how, well, I don't know, it's a 50-50 chance here, you know, take some time and stop. Do your homework. Consider other options, and possible outcomes, even if, it's, even, if, even if your gut feeling is going to be right, even if your gut feeling is normally right. Okay, if you get into practice of just assessing the situation, doing some homework, considering your options, possible outcomes, uh, you might see that your gut reaction can even improve and be better. Okay, but seeking advice from trusted people as well. But you I know, mean, if you're especially if you're prone to making emotional choices and decisions, and it's a 50-50 chance that you're making the right decision, all bets off, man. Do your homework. Consider other options. Consider your outcomes. Get some advice okay, before you make that decision. Uh, and the other thing is this. Avoid making big decisions when you're tired and worn out. I know this can be hard. I know this can, this can be a very difficult thing to do. But if at all possible, try and avoid making at least the big decisions when you're tired and worn out. Because when we're overburdened with stress and anxiety, our minds are clouded and it becomes extremely difficult to assess what's going on and what really needs to be done. Our minds aren't clear and it's really hard to evaluate things at that point. And so, when it comes to making big decisions at the very least, when you're tired and worn out, don't do it. Get some rest. Okay. It's, 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 it's there's a reason why we sleep, right? There's a reason why we need these things. And so, Uh, Just a few things to consider when it comes to making decisions and uh, the emotions that are involved in that. Of course, there's much more that could be said, right? More principles we could apply from Scripture and and other sources. And and, and I I hope to cover in the next couple of episodes uh, these things as we talk about our emotions. Um, but, But today, I just wanted to touch base and introduce the ideas and give you something you can use immediately if you find yourself in need. And, of course, we're going to continue to address the role emotions play. And I want to do some things. We're, we're going to analyze the EDM or the emotionless decision framework. Um, we're going to take a, little talk, take a little time to talk about uh, something that's referred to as zero-based thinking. Uh, we're going to cover some different research and approaches to emotions and decisions. Um, and, you know, that process that we go through when we're trying to uh, make a choice. And so I hope, I hope you would join me on this little journey as we continue to explore our emotions and our decisions uh, and the role that they play. So thanks for listening. Please consider subscribing to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. If you like what you heard, share it with others who might benefit. If you have any questions, you can drop me an email at adam at walkingcloser.com and join me next time as we explore becoming like Jesus.